Hello, and welcome to Six Feet Apart, the show that helps you stay sane while you stay home. I'm your host, Dr. Manuela Powell, and I'll be interviewing other life coaches to bring you simple and actionable tools to navigate life under quarantine. We're living in unprecedented times, and we're being pushed to limits that a lot of us didn't even know we had. Join us to learn how you can use this situation as an opportunity for growth and reinvention. Are you ready? Let's do it. On today's episode, I chat with Tracy Litt about the importance of choosing your response, choosing your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions, and about how to deal with fear in the current times. Tracy Litt is a certified mindset coach, rapid transformational therapist, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and spiritual advisors to leader and entrepreneurs. Tracy is a powerhouse of energy, as you can see in this episode. She is stunningly direct while remaining playful, loving, and supportive. Tracy is the creator of Choice Work, a powerful methodology to elevate happiness, prosperity, and fulfillment, one choice at a time. Her work has served thousands of women across the globe and has been featured in Entrepreneur, Fast Company, Thrive Global, and Inc.com. Her book, Worthy Human, is a number one bestseller in spiritual growth and mindset. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hi. Cool. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm amazing. Fine day. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Um, I love it. I am so happy that you're here talking with me. I love seeing your face and I think it's going to be so awesome and so valuable. Yes. So I would like to start off by asking you where you are geographically and how did the, the quarantine affect your life? I am geographically in Palm Beach, Florida, and it's gorgeous and hot, 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 hot. <laughs> um, and how did it affect my life? You know, I think this is really interesting because uh, in some ways, as an online business owner, it didn't impact <sighs> it at all from like my day to day, other than not being able to go to the gym, right, and see people. Right. Um, but, you know, it's impacted my heart. It's impacted my teenage kids. It's impacted yeah. my parenting. Uh, you know, I'm doing a lot of, please don't roll your eyes at me. I've never done this before. I don't, I'm not, oh. I'm not, I'm not trying to interfere with your happiness, but no, you can't see your friends. <laughs> yeah. And that's all you could do. Like, what else do you do? That's it. That's all you could do. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and it's, you know, my, I'm, doing more and more with my clients within my mastermind, within my new private group, within my private clients, just kind of upping. I mean, I'm super high access all the time anyway, but making it like next level and mm -hmm. then doing fun things like I'm doing a live for a, a free coaching session for teachers. So it's actually, oh. I'm just, I show up a lot. Now I'm showing up like mega, you know, as a yeah. result of it. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And I know because I'm in a bunch of your stuff. So. Yeah, I'm everywhere. <laughs> what do you need? What do you need? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So I'd love to start off um, by talking about something that I think it's an idea that we share, which is the one that fearlessness is bullshit. As a doctor, it makes me cringe every time I hear be fearless because it's just not a physiological possibility because our brain is wired to be afraid of the unfamiliar so it can accomplish its main goal, which is basically to keep us alive. So to me, the objective is not to be fearless, but to learn to not act based on fear, to not let fear make the, make the decisions. And right now, obviously, we're living in a time that can be that can feel pretty scary. So let's talk about that, about some of the things that people can do 
to live with that fear, but not let it guide them. Yes. Yes. Uh, So the first thing and the most important thing is cultivating a flexible nervous system. Whether we're talking Mm -hmm. about the fear of this moment of just the sheer uncertainty that's circling all of us, um, or in any time in your life where you're trying to shift change. I mean, you and I are in the personal growth world, right? So we get to talk about shifting and change. That's pretty much all day, every day. Whatever yeah. it is, whatever it is that you want is different than who you are right now, how you feel right now, or how you behave right now. And yeah. inherent in that, hey, fear, how you doing? It's just going to come right up, right? Absolutely. So the, the first and most critical thing that I actually want to do for us anyway, because our systems got aroused by the tech not working a little bit, is we need to learn how to cultivate calm within ourselves. Yeah. Right. And let me be clear, not like I took a breath. Okay. Your quick little, I took a breath is useless. Okay. What I'm talking about is hand into your heart. Come on, put your Mm -hmm. hand right here into your heart. This is going to be tool number one. Okay. Or really practice. I'm going to close my eyes and invite you to do it too. Okay. And we're going to take a nice deep breath in through our, through our nose into our bellies. Notice that I just took a deep breath and my shoulders did not go like this. Deep breath and holding it there. And then slowly out through your nose. Mm, Bringing the breath back in. Let's do it one more time. Breathing in. Mm, Breathing into your belly, holding it. And then slowly out through your nose. Okay, now we can come back. I would have kept us there for a while longer. We were together all day, but... That little moment, I just felt it. You just felt it. If anybody played along, you just felt it. That's what it means to become aware. Mm -hmm. That's what it means to interrupt the fear that just arose, the anxiety that you were just spinning in, the worry thoughts that you're just like, you've seen me talk about this, like hanging out on the worry branch, like a monkey, just like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. let me just swing back and forth on this like super disempowering worry. Yeah, and That's our ability to interrupt is everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was your question. How do we handle this fear? Step one, yeah. you got to breathe. You got to interrupt yeah. yourself because you can't change your thoughts and shift your narrative mm-hmm. without that interruption in a meaningful way, right? Because yeah. also just choosing like one quick thought, like you're spinning, you're like, no, it's fine. It's all temporary. But then you get back into the spin mm-hmm. is also useless thought work. It's not helpful. Don't even do it. If you're yeah. not in it to do it, it's it's really just a waste of your time, I firmly believe. And I think this is a very, very important point because it, it is a misconception that people have because they hear people saying, oh, yes, my thoughts create my reality because your thoughts will lead to your actions and then your results So and your feelings. So people are like, oh, I just have to change my thoughts. Okay, instead of thinking that um, this is not working, I'm just going to think, oh, this is great. Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah, this is great. This is wonderful. This is great. I'm so happy right now. Oh, this is awesome. You know, And it's like, oh, this is not working. I'm like, oh, no shit's not yeah. working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're just saying words. You're not mm-hmm. actually changing your thoughts, which is... Yeah which requires a little more work than literally right. just saying the words. Right? And it's a, and it's a practice. It's not, you're going to, if you never did this before, you're not going to sit here today 
and boom, you got it. Just like meditation. It's the simplest thing is literally sitting down, closing your eyes and breathing. Everybody can do that. But yes. can you do that? Not really. You have to meditate for decades before you can actually say, oh, I, I get it. Right. Or mm -hmm. it's giving me the yeah, major you know benefits. In, so here's, here's one, one place where I will, I'm going to differ here mm. on how long it takes to, for the meditation to work. But I hear you and I agree. We oh no, know. I think it works if you do five yeah. minutes today. Of course it does. Okay, good. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. No, I don't disagree. A thousand percent. But I don't think it, you're not going to, you're not going to be sit there like, oh, your mind is going to be like everywhere. You're not going to sit there and be able to do seconds of your mind being still because right. you requires practice to get to that oh point. That's God. the point. Okay. That I, so yes. Yeah. So also yeah. I want to point this out too, because this is really helpful. Your mind's not supposed to stop. Right. In meditation. Yeah. That's not actually the intention. And you guys, no. there's loads of different kinds. But ultimately, when we're talking about creating a centering meditation, so it's really about your ability to just allow the thoughts and let them to flow go. by. Yeah. Like like <laughs> like a like a like a ticker in the stock exchange that just spins yeah. with no attachment whatsoever. And then right. what you find when you sit in silent meditation. And guided is great too. But when you sit there and you just let it go without attachment, at some point you forget that you're sitting there and mm -hmm. you find the gap, which is just tiny moments of pure mm -hmm. consciousness. And you're like, oh shit, I wasn't yeah. thinking about anything. Oh my God. That's, yes. that's, that's what I'm saying. That yeah, part is moment. the part that takes, it, takes it, a while it, for you to get it. <laughs> time, yeah. but it won't take years mm -hmm. if you commit if you right. sit consistently, if five minutes a day, you will see a difference in how you feel for sure. Yeah. Oh, and I, I absolutely agree. And I think right now, since we have so much time, if you never tried meditation, yeah. I was a person who for a long time was, I really want to meditate. I want to do this. And I was never able to, I couldn't, mm -hmm. I sat down and it was a mess and it just made me more anxious. And finally I started doing, um, because there are several different kinds. You can do walking meditation. You can do dance. I mean, so there's several different things that you can do yeah. to achieve that feeling of, oh my gosh, I wasn't thinking. But for me, it was uh, mantras, uh, Deva Pramal mantras. So after I did that for a while, then I was able to, okay, let me do one day without this and yeah. some guided meditation. And then come back to now, which is I do one hour sitting without anything and just really just sitting there. And it makes me... When before I started, I was like, oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, it's great. Because I know that's going to be that feeling of just, I'm just here. And yes, mm -hmm. the thoughts is just clouds in the sky just going by. And I just look at them, yeah. trying to not the same thing as a right. <laughs> right, exactly. It's just like, it's like, it's like training a toddler or a young person to sit in a timeout chair. It's like, just bring yourself back, oh, yeah. bring yourself back, bring yourself back, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. it's a really powerful practice. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So that already mm -hmm. talked about two then. So the yes. breathing and then <laughs> trying in some form of meditation. And, yeah. and really what meditation is at, at its core is when you are so focused and immersed into something that you find the gap and you don't really think, right? You're mm -hmm. at, it's almost like your analytical mind is quiet so you can achieve that in walking. You can achieve it in coloring. You can achieve it in dance. You yeah. can achieve it in you know any of those things where you are fully immersed. Mm -hmm. You will hit a meditative state. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I had, after I started then finally being able to meditate, I noticed that dancing, I, that totally happened to me. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. but I didn't know that was the same. Yes. It it's is. such a gift. Yeah, cool. It's such a exactly. gift, you guys. You don't have to be like Buddha sitting on top no. of a hill with your legs crossed. No, no. So Yeah, you yeah. do you. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, so yeah, right now what's gonna, what's happening to a lot of people is that they, I think, and I've talked about this on the show repeatedly, is the unknown factor. And this is super scary because the subconscious, like, I do not like this. I do mm -hmm. not know what's going on, which we never do because, but the subconscious has this idea. A lot of times yeah. when our lives are going as it's supposed to, yeah. that we know what the future holds, but we really right. don't. So no, right now don't. I think it's just like slap on your face. Like you really yeah. don't. Like right now yeah, it's like, yeah. no, you which don't know. I, which I have to say, you guys, is your biggest opportunity in this oh, whole God. thing. Okay, yes. because the mm -hmm. fact that you thought you knew before <laughs> is laughable. No, yeah, okay? exactly. You, your, your control issues are going to come flying up here during this time, and we all have them somewhere on the spectrum because it's, again, another thing of how we were wired and influenced to be and raised, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the truth is, is that we never know. And we live in one big experience of not really knowing what's going to happen next what control is and what you're doing in those moments is you're trying to create a known so that you can soothe the fear response yeah. from the unknown, right? Why yeah. is it that everyone's coming in and interpreting the last, you know, CDC report and saying, oh, it'll be another month or another two months, or someone's making mm -hmm. a comment about this or a comment about this. It's not because they actually know. <laughs> and it's not because they're trying to falsify it's truly a, an ability. It is a human way to soothe mm -hmm. in a moment where we don't know. That's actually what worry is. You guys wake up, lean in. Yeah. Okay. Worrying is your ability to create the 17 different hypotheses of potential outcomes so that you can then don't even, you guys laugh and comment right now if this is you, because it's every one of us until we learn how to actually do mindset work. And then you create the hypotheses and then you sit for a little while deciding how you'll respond if each one of those scenarios occur. Why? So that you could be poised to pounce. So yeah. that you have a known. And in that known, even though all you're doing is making shit up, you have a sense of weird safety. Yeah. Which is then extra strange because you're really just spinning yourself out. Yeah. So what am I ultimately saying then? Really, here's our next practice or nugget, mastering yourself and moving through this moment in time, we'll call it this weird moment in time, mm -hmm. um, stepping out into your impact, right? Changing anything in your life professionally or personally lies in your willingness to not know and not only not know, but be really fucking cool with not knowing. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I've been, when you were talking about the not knowing and all that, it came to my mind, the, the fact that when I used to be a cancer surgeon and people sometimes, it's so common to see whenever you get that diagnosis and you, and you see, oh, wait, I can die one day. 
which is like, this is going to happen to all of us. This is not news. Everybody knows this, right? Yeah. My four-year-old just discovered this recently that everybody's going to die. And yes. And we know. And yet when we get something like that, we're like, oh, oh, shoot. I guess they're right. I guess this can happen. And then people change their lives completely. That is, I, I've seen this so many times. And I think now this is kind of that thing. It's like, oh, wait. We really don't know because we don't. Because back mm -hmm. when it was normal, we still didn't know. You didn't no. know if you're going to come back home from work. It could go be in an accident. Something no. could happen. Like no. so many insane things can happen every day. There's no way that you can prepare for all mm -hmm. the insanity that can happen, right? Like who would have ever thought? Actually, a lot of people have thought that this would happen. And did anyone prepare mm -hmm. for this? Not really. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, because also <laughs> when it comes to risk, Right. So right now I'm studying risk because mm -hmm. I've been, you know, I do a lot of work with fear. So I was like, okay, I want to go deeper into risk perception. Right. Um, because one of the things you're describing, it's like climate change is real. Right. I live in Florida, but we're not worrying about being, you know, right. sucked up by the ocean right now because the perception to its impact is so far away from us. Right. Mm. Even though people, die constantly in car crashes and planes on the flight, we don't really look at that because it's got a different risk perception. It also has a different social amplification that also comes along with it and the prevalence, right? Yeah. So there's all these different variables. And it's not that we need to discuss those. What we're trying to bring home here is you don't know anything, you guys. My yeah. dad always used to say to me, you know nothing, right? Yeah. And of course, he was saying it as a parent to a child, but he was spot on. We yeah. know nothing. And what I want to invite you to move into is I have no idea what's going to happen next. And that's great. And, and like this, not <laughs> yeah. like, I have no idea what's going to happen next because that's your choice yeah. of how you see it. That is your inner power. Stop being powerless. Stop being a victim. Stop complaining and crying and then talking to your friends and perpetuating the hysteria. It's totally unhelpful and it's unnecessary. Like enough is enough. You're contributing to the energy of the world. You mm -hmm. are contributing to the energy of your household. And you have choices. So yeah. knowing that you never control a thing anyway, just start to go, okay, just like even just humor me. <laughs> Put a smile on your face and be like, I have no idea what's going to happen next. And then do yeah. some breathing because you're safe, right? And it's amazing because that's where the possibility is. That's where your opportunity is, which is interesting that it's kind of rolling here. When you are not breathing, when you think you have control, when you're worried and anxious, you, you're not available for your imagination, for your mm. creativity, for yeah. your innovation, for your ability to see solution after solution after solution, because you are in a sympathetic nervous system state, right? Yep. You're mm -hmm. a doctor, you know, this of just your whole system looks like this. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And that totally closes you off to to other solutions. So when you when you worry about, okay, there's this particular scenario that can happen. Okay. Right. All right. This can happen. Schools can be closed until December. So this is what I'm gonna do. And then there's not gonna be any toilet paper. So this is gonna how it's gonna plan for it. And you're not seeing a thousand things that could complete even if this turns out to be true you miss all the other opportunities because your plan, if that situation happened, is here. And then something else completely different might happen. And you yeah. you miss it because you're not, 
well, I don't know anything. So let me just like open my eyes, look around and oh, there's an opportunity right there. Let me, yes. let me go this way. Let's me take one step towards this direction and see yes. where this is going to lead me instead yeah. of, uh, no, this is the path that I have to go. And if I don't go here, there's no other way. Well, right. Because right. also you don't know anything. Let me keep saying this. Yeah. You know nothing. <laughs> so you're literally, I don't know anything either. We know nothing right? Which is why your ability to be present and calm and joyful and yeah. access your higher self right now. Like if you're not right now leaning in to the road to enlightenment, please start. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because your higher self is available, being able to open yourself up and realize, whoa, okay. So if what she's saying is truth, which it is, it's not my ideas on the world. This is the yeah. way, this is science is the way it is that we don't really know what's going to happen. And, and it's kind of like, relax, nothing's under control ever. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Then you have the ability to play, to get curious, to get light, to say, mm -hmm. wow. So that means possibility could happen, right? To unlock within yourself some things that have been simmering, but you've been so tense, stressed and pressurized that it can't possibly bloom. Yeah. In that space. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I can, I can think of something personal. So our first week of quarantine was actually spring break from, from daycare. <laughs> I have young kids, so they don't go to actual school, but, and for those five days during the week that it would be spring break, my husband of course would be working at his office and I would be taking care of the kids by myself. And I was kind of like, ah, oh, man, I'm not going to work for five days. You know, it was all like bummed. Ah, oh, my husband, can you just take one day off? Can I work like one afternoon? And it was all, oh my gosh, these kids are going crazy. Can't believe I have a whole week of this. Ha <laughs> ha. So cute. So, and now if I, if I was attached to that thing, oh my gosh, how am I going to survive these kids for a week? It's been, I don't know, three right now, and it's probably going to be way more than that. Mm -hmm. Instead, I was like, you know what? This is what's going on now. And we can't even, it's even worse but because we, we can't go to the playground or this and there or have play dates or anything. Yep. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, let's, let's sit down. I had to, had my couple of days to sit down. I was like, okay, let me really work on this in my mind so that mm -hmm. I can come to this with a different perspective and then not kill my kids for one and actually try to have fun and try to teach them something that will help them instead of just showing them how afraid and anxious and, and I don't know, scared we are. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. that that's, there's so, there's so much gold in what you just shared. Mm -hmm. um, the first one being don't ask me or anybody else, how you can help your children feel better if you're not working on yourself. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like just don't, it's one, yeah. it's, there are certain things that I'm just like, you guys no, because your kids are picking up on your energy, sure. you're modeling it. So if you're like, well, how can I help my daughter feel better about this? But then you're off in the corner yakking uh, about with your friend and going into it and you're not showing up from just a place of, you know what, babe? I don't know. All of this is temporary, right? Yeah. We have each other. We're so lucky. We have our house. We have our backyard, right? And then also cultivate for yourself and them expression. Right. Oh, that's been screech. Yeah. Screech. You guys can't begin to tell you how many oh. times I've gone in my backyard and just, yes. I, just full on. Same. Screech. Yes, please. And the car is really good too. If you can't, if oh, you don't the have car, a backyard. <laughs> the garage, the backyard, whatever. And just yeah. 
scream it out, right? Just yeah. go take a walk and cry. Whatever mm-hmm. needs to get released, please, please, please do that, especially during this moment in time. It's always, always, Absolutely. but especially during this moment in time, because that's how you really raise your energy. That's how you feel better. And that's also yeah. how you model healthy feeling your feelings behavior for everybody in your household. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that is super important because people might think, oh, my kids can't see that I'm scared, that I'm sad, that I'm this, that I'm that. Like, Hey, no, I have young kids and I, I cry in front of them. And because this whole thing, I had conversations with my almost five-year-old and I say, Hey, this is really hard. I know you're scared. I know how you are. What do you need from me right now? How, you know, you're, I'm really angry. He said, I was like, you know what? Let's do this. Grab the pillow. I'm like, let's punch this pillow right now. And he was like, he was doing like this. I'm like, you know what? Let's just get this anger out because uh, of the movie Inside Out. There's yes. a lot of characters, which is brilliant. Yeah. I was like, you know, anger, anger is like holding on the steering room right now. So we need to just let him sit on the couch and go read a newspaper. Okay. Yes. So get this pill and like really punch it. Yeah. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah. And I'm literally like, mm. and so that, and that's whatever emotion it is. And you can find your pillow for that one. Yes. And just let yes. it out, whatever emotion is not serving you in that moment. But you can't get the emotion, like shove it down because it's mm-hmm. not going to shut up. It's going to be mm-hmm. there and your mm-hmm. kids are going to see it, even though yeah. you think they're, they are, they're not, right? Yeah, so. exactly. And I think that that's kind of one of the biggest awakenings you can have is realizing that what you say is meh. Who you're being is everything. You're the ener- you are energy, right? That is the truth. Yeah. Um, please, for the love of everything. <laughs> wake up everyone to the fact that you're energy. Okay. Yeah, sure. Doesn't have to be woo. No, Einstein it's, it's said science. That. <laughs> Thank you. Like, come on. And you walk around with an energetic field around you. We all do. Why do you think someone could walk into a meeting and in two seconds, you're like, Oh, what the hell just happened in here? Why does it feel so tense? And so like, right. And nobody even spoke a word or conversely, someone could walk in your house and all of a sudden you're just like, my God, it feels lighter in here. I just feel so bright. What just happened? Your kids are picking up on that. And because we're at home contained, right? And I mean, and and all of us are experiencing things on a different level, right? Whether you're the one that's now acclimating to be at home when you were out of the house, or like in my case, I'm used to being home alone. And now I'm very much not in a family of five. Um, You know what I mean? And, And figuring out what you need to do to nurture yourself to protect your energy, right? To release some of the shit that we're all feeling because this is not about being like super positive all the time because that's not true, Mm -hmm. right? Be positive in the way you choose to see the situation. Use your power to choose your response to what is simply just a new stimulus, you guys. COVID is just a new circumstance. It's shining a light on all your shit. So if you're not going to use this, as a self-discovery window of time, I, I, I can't, I cannot imagine anything more beneficial to utilize this time for than that. Oh, absolutely. Right? And I hope, fingers crossed, that we don't have another one of these opportunities well, yeah. in our lifetimes, but it right. is. And I've been saying this repeatedly, of course, I'm not saying, oh, yay, COVID. No, of course not. It's horrible. And people are, no, you know, literally getting sick terrible. and dying. And yeah. I myself know two people who have died already. So, I mean, it's horrible. That all said, it is happening. There is nothing well, we can do about it. There is that part yeah. of like, this This is happening. What can we do? Okay, we can stay home. We can use masks. We can wash our hands. We, we take the measures that we can. 
And other than that, okay, what can I do now to not just stay here, but go there once mm. this is over? Yeah. I think this is really good. And I think this, okay. So we have, we're going to go here right now because it's essential. Mm -hmm. And I love what you were saying too in, right. We know people that have been impacted by it. I've known people that have had it and have been okay. I've known people that have had it that are no longer here as Mm -hmm. do you, right? Mm -hmm. Life is not fair. No. Okay. I need like, this is really, really, really important. Um, Life is not fair. Tragedy happens every right now. There are other tragedies happening that have nothing to do with COVID, right? Which this are is, always happening. People correct. are always dying. People are correct. always dying always of cancer, of heart attack, right. of accidents. There has, right. There's <laughs> yeah. been massive other tragedies in the world. So this is not about like you guys, my, my heart bleeds for it and I cry right. it out and all those things, but I don't argue with it. This mm-hmm. isn't about, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. This is so outrageously terrible because inherent in that. Um, resistance is you arguing with the reality of what is right, yeah. which is just a choice to drive yourself crazy um, and feel frustrated and low and hopeless, right? Life is not fair. Okay. Life is not fair. Mm-hmm. And I personally believe that's very, very important to realize that truth so that you can then rise up into more enlightenment of, okay, wait a minute. So just because something is sad and terrible doesn't mean I have to fall prey to it. Mm-hmm. When I rise up, I realize everything happens for my highest good. And you guys, that's not just like something nice you say so that you can feel better. That's the truth. There is a divine order here. There is mm-hmm. something much, much bigger than our mere mortal lives going on. Okay. At play. Yeah. And you can either hold, I'm going to have to use my water bottle. You can either hold your stress and all the stuff about the COVID and what's going on and you can't this and you can't that and be very myopic in your thinking and coddle it and hold it and talk to everybody about it and go down that rabbit hole of hell, right? Yeah. Or you can pick your head up from it, drop your shoulders, go meta view, rise all the way up, 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 up into above the earth, right? And look down and go, wait a second, wait a second. Everything happens for our highest good. There is a divine order here. And I get to choose my response. Who am I going to be? What am I going to think? How am I going to behave? What am I going to model? Right? And stop arguing with the fact that it's happening. Because that is a massive component of why you feel the way you feel. Yeah. And that goes back to trying to control the things you can't control. So this is happening. and. Even now it's even a notch notch above it because before it was like, oh yeah, we don't have control of all these things. Now it's like the government is saying, do not leave your house. So, and here's right. the fine and some jail time if you do that. Yeah. Well, so it's like, well, oh, yeah, so this is really smart things. <laughs> yeah. But like, you really don't have the control even about right. things that you used to. <laughs> you could leave your house. You could yeah. go to a restaurant. You could hug your friend. And I was like, uh-uh, none of this anymore. Mm-hmm. So Again, yeah, arguing with that, it's not going to make it go away. It's just going to mm-hmm. make you live in that little bubble and put this bad energy around. And if you're right. doing this with other people, they are going to be affected because they have nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it doesn't, <laughs> the point is, is that it, this doesn't have to suck. 
Okay. I think that's the bottom line. This doesn't have to be ultimately, yes, there's tragedy attached to this, but that's what I'm trying to get through to you that life's not fair in the first place. And the only problem we really have is that we walk around thinking that it should be. Mm -hmm. And inherent in that is you lowering your energetic frequency and driving yourself to feel like shit because then you're in powerlessness and hopelessness. And that is not where you need to be to mainly feel better. right? Right. And for those of you that hang out in our circles, show up and make your impact, right? Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're doing here, right? We're yeah. changing the world here, yeah, right? Absolutely. So I think that that's really, uh, really, really important. So, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. And I just wanted to touch on something that I know very well from your work and from reading a book and all that. But maybe for people who don't know, just talk a little bit about choice work how because people might hear you say oh you just choose i'm like what 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 does what does that mean so just talk about that a little bit ah thank you Um, (laughs) choice work is everything like i think Mm -hmm. the first thing is and i think this is funny too because sometimes i feel like i need to remind everybody what choice means right Right. exactly that's what i'm saying because people don't know yeah you you know like when you were little and you would just say a word over and over and over again and you're like the word doesn't even make sense because i've said it so much it has no meaning Choice actually means you you get to choose. Like there are options. Every single thing is optional. Okay. And you can choose whether or not you stop and breathe to calm your nervous system down. Right. Mm -hmm. You can choose what thoughts you're going to think and the narrative you're going to tell about this so that this could become a time of how awesome can I make this for myself? How good can this weird moment in time be, right? Mm -hmm. You are choosing where you put your focus and attention. You're choosing the meaning you infuse into everything. You choose every word you speak because we're always grossly underestimating the power of what we allow to leave our lips, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, We're choosing our behavior. We're choosing every component along the way. And that's what inner work is, right? It's your ability to choose. And one of the most profound choices you have is if you are going to make choices, this is kind of like from the person you are today, or if you really want to shift, you start to make choices from the person you're becoming. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's really like, well, how do I choose differently? If you continue to choose as you are, you will continue to perpetuate the same feelings and the same reality. If you jump over here and you choose uh, your future self, right? If you choose the woman or the man in the vision, and then you start to make choices from that space, that's when you really grow. Right. Like it's thinking about, all right, so let's catapult ourselves to January. Okay. It's January. And now we're looking back. Quarantine is lifted. I mean, that, that's, that's the truth of the matter, right? The quarantine is lifted, like, because we're seeing it. There is evidence. This is sure. not me making shit up. There is evidence. People in other countries are walking around. Yes. Will we have masks or not? Who the hell knows? doesn't matter if that's not part of the story, but it's about going into the future and going, wait a second, let me look back at this. Okay. This is a blip on the radar. How do I want to respond? What do I want to think? How do I want to be showing up for myself? Right. From a, from a future position. Yeah, I think this is super powerful. Um, yesterday, talking to Laura Trotter about athletes, she was saying, 
um, we're talking about, you know, you could picture, I don't know, what would Michael Phelps do right right now in this time? There's no Olympics, there's no whatever. And I think in this case, instead of Michael Phelps, like what would that woman in January do so that she becomes that amazing person and not like crippled in the full floors like oh my life ended because there was this thing that happened to all of us by the way yes 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 not just to you (laughs) a hundred percent but I think that's the point too and that's how you know if you are here because you want to serve and grow your business but all of your time is being spent on Netflix and worrying about what's happening and then being paralyzed and not showing up then stop complaining about why you're struggling because that's not choice. That's not personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. If you know that you've been doing great with your health and wellness, and now all of a sudden you're just eating like shit and becoming totally unconscious, then don't come to me and feel like it's a fucking mystery as to why you put 30 pounds on during the quarantine, right? Whatever your current desires are, you have the power to consistently yeah. show up and execute no matter what. Yeah, the choice is, do you want to use this as an excuse? Sure, you can. Yeah, yeah this course. sucks. Yeah, this can totally suck. And you can sit in your house and do exactly that because you have the excuse. But it's it's bad for you. It's not, I don't care if you're going to mm-hmm. sit in your couch mm-hmm. and do that. Yeah. But exactly what you say. But then it comes like, oh, yeah, life is so unfair to me. And that's why now nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Nothing good happens in my life. Well. Just yeah, mm-hmm. it's not going to. If, yeah, right. If that's how you're going to use the things that happen in your life, because for, I think Jack Canfield said that for every excuse you have, there was someone else who had it and went ahead and did it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, of course. Well, that also just connects to really, you know, do you want what you say you want? Mm-hmm. Even right? though it's is hard. It, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, nothing's easy. Like this, no. an, another misconception of humanity is that. Achieving your dreams is like an airplane taking off. So it's a straight, beautiful shot. But no, achieving your dream looks more like um, the heartbeat on a heart monitor in the hospital. (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing, this this to me, what I think of it is we are a lot of times we're very entitled. We feel entitled to, oh, you know what? Mm -hmm. I did all this work. I worked hard and blah, blah, blah. And now I am supposed to have this thing in the end. No, maybe, you know, maybe you're a super good person who happened. I saw this all the time with my breast cancer patients. Yeah, you did everything right. You're super healthy. You did everything that they said you should do to be super healthy. And then you're 34 and two young kids and you're going to die of breast cancer. Is this fair? No, it's not. It's horrible. But it's just how life is. So mm-hmm. there's no, you know. But that's, but that's exactly the point of what we were saying before. That's yeah. tragic, right? Yeah. My mother was healthy as a fucking horse. Never yeah. drank, never smoked died of 51 from two types of stage four cancer, right? Right. So if I were to wake up every day and focus on how unfair I think that is and how I shouldn't have lost my mother and my sister at 15 shouldn't have lost her mother, I wouldn't be a 16th of the woman that I am now making the impact I do now. Absolutely. Because my focus and attention would be in a disempowering victimhood state. Yeah. Right. And that's because of something that you cannot change, which is the most important part, because you can't change that fact. No, but that that is the essence of letting go of your overarching expectations that things are supposed to go the way it's it's like what made us think that it should be a certain way in the first place. Right. Yeah. I think I think in this is really just showing us um, 
for us who are in this business and have been reading and studying this kind of stuff before. It's like, oh, see, now we have a chance to really practice. And it doesn't mean, as you said, when you say, oh, you're positive, but it doesn't mean to, oh, yay, everything's fine. Oh, no. Like, of course, we have our moments. I have really moments that I have to, okay, I need a break now. And I had to go in my car and scream, or I have to cry, or I have to deal with this emotion because emotions are going to come. They're not going to, mm. oh, cool, you did your work. Fine. I'm gone and you're fine now. I'm never going to show up again. That's, that's, not going to happen that's not realistic but the thing is okay hey i know i'm feeling this thing now and i am not because i'm angry let's say because of the situation i'm not going to go and yell at my husband Mm -hmm. right and then just make the situation worse no hey you know what i'm just feeling these feelings right now i need a break and i'm going to go in the room and i'm going to close the door to the bathroom and i'm going to lock myself and i'm going to have my moment and then when i come back i'm not going to throw my anger at you i'm going to throw it somewhere else Yes. Right. So I think that's the yes. that's the the main thing that we could, if nothing else, use this time to practice. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. Well, it's like you know your 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 humanness. Like emotions are beautiful. And they're meant to be felt. Right. right. When you don't let something out, it doesn't just seep out of the bottom of your feet. Okay. When you exactly. don't let something out, you are denying yourself. I actually believe you're betraying yourself to a certain degree because allowing yourself to feel your emotions and release them and not judge them, hold the space for them, allow them to pass through is one of the highest ways that you honor yourself and love yourself. And it's one of the highest ways that you actually make your impact and show up. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. For sure. Cause you have to be willing to feel. Yeah. And for those of us with kids, I think that's major to let them know that it's okay because yes. you know when yes. I I have kids who have who throw tantrums all the time they're still in that <laughs> phase and when that happens I just literally what I do is just say hey I'm here if you can I help you with anything no just if not cool just you need to mm-hmm. scream a little bit that's totally fine yeah. just go ahead and scream and cry and just mm. don't you can't come and hit me you go to <laughs> go hit that pillow that's right right that's the part that you can do so this is the boundary yeah. of your emotion you cannot hurt other people but mm-hmm. otherwise, just let that shit out. <laughs> yes. Put in I there. Mean, like, oh my God, but what a yeah. gift to be cultivating in our children right now, right? Know, and yeah. and the fact that we don't know before we came on when we were in the green room, if you will, I was mm-hmm. we were talking and I was saying, you know, I have teenagers. So it's different. You have a two-year-old and a five-year-old, right? I have a 14, 16, and 17. It's different experiences during this. And yeah. I just tell the truth. I, I have no idea. Like they're asking me things. I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. I've never done this before. Yeah. I've never been in this situation. Um, I love you. I don't know. Yeah. No, you can't. I well, don't know. I, I, I don't, don't know. tell that, that to my young kids too. It was like, well, when, when am I going to go see my friends? I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see I don't know. each right. day at a time. That's how right. we live now because it should be every day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> One step at a time. So look at you all so lucky to at five and two learn that, Mm -hmm. you know, this is how life actually works. Yeah. That you don't have control. And that, and I think that the crux of it all, everyone is you have the ability to choose your response. Yeah. I think that's, that's the period. That's the main thing. Yep. You have your ability to choose your response. Yeah. So I love that. So I love that fearlessness is bullshit. So don't beat yourself up if you're like, oh, I'm super scared and I hate. Yeah, no shit, you are because it would be. It would be but it's and that's the thing. We're living in one big spin of uncertainty, right? right? And the fear is normal and natural. Don't judge yes. yourself for it. Nobody's judging you for it. The question then becomes, do you want it to lead or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that's the first decision you need to make. You can say, okay, thank you for this. I'm biologically normal. Yay me. I'm human. Right. And then realize there are so many things I can be doing Mm -hmm. to be the being that leads versus allowing my biological fear to lead. And that's when you start to make choices. That's when you get support. That's when you actually start to change. Yeah. So once you put the fear in the backseat, I'm like, cool, you're coming with us, as Liz Gilbert very nicely said in her big magic book. Mm-hmm. Sure, you come, you don't you don't look at the map, you don't choose directions, you don't mess up with what? the radio, you just yeah. come with us and you uh-huh. shush. Right. And then from there you can choose, you can choose your feelings, you can choose your actions, and you can choose who you're going to be when this is all over. Yeah. And choose your narratives. Don't you dare, don't you dare believe a thought you think right now. Exactly. All of the thoughts that are coming up right now. Well, they always are. Anything your mind offers you if is fear-based, ego-based or past experience based. Mm -hmm. So it's literally like living in such awareness, which is why the power of calm is the starting point. If you're not calm, go start there right? Because then from that space, you can go, there's that thought that's coming through. If you let your thoughts go past your conscious awareness, they're now in your system. That's when your body feels it, right? So don't believe a thought you think and stop and grab it and go, no, 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 no. Write it down on a piece of paper, question it, and then Mm -hmm. choose something much better. Yeah, that's great. And I think that's a great place to kind of wrap it up i would recommend people go watch your tedx talk dear yes it's not you it's me because there's a really cool exercise and in there and if you still feeling that i i can't i can't feeling rules my life and i just cannot let it go go watch that because you're gonna have that uh very very valuable exercise Mm -hmm. so tracy thank you so much this was so fun it was so fun Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited for everything that you're doing and how much you're serving the world with every one of these episodes and your coaching and everything. It's just, it's really amazing. Thank you. Please. Can you tell the audience where can they find you? Uh, You can find me at thelitfactor.com. It's L-I-T-T with two T's. Thanks, dad. Thelitfactor.com and everywhere on social media, it's The Lit Factor as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. This is it for today. If you know anyone who would enjoy the show, please share with them. If you want to know about something specifically, please DM, comment, or email me at manuela at consciousreinvention.com. If you want to know more about how to work with me on one, please go to consciousreinvention.com. I will see you again on Monday. Stay home and stay safe, friends. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. You can find the information about the guests and all we talked about in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about how to work with me, please go to ConsciousReinvention.com. There you can also find the link for the Facebook page where this show is recorded live every weekday. I hope to see you here tomorrow for more on how to stay sane while you stay home. Take care. Take care.